Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Matthew 24, 29 to 51. Today, we get to talk about something exciting. Well, we get to talk about one of the most exciting realities that, that there is. Jesus Christ is coming back. Jesus Christ will come back to this world. And, and the Bible makes that so clear. And throughout our journey through the New Testament, we're going to see that described as one of the great hopes that we have of the Christian life. No matter how hard it gets in this world, and it warns us, it will get hard. Our hope is in the fact that Jesus Christ is coming back. Do you believe that? And is that giving you hope today? I hope that your hope is increased as we look at this passage today in Matthew 24. Now, one illustration will help us uh, kind of understand this passage, and really we're, we're getting this illustration from Jesus. We're just putting it into uh, terms that maybe you've lived out. Um, when you were a kid, sometimes you would be left home alone or maybe with your siblings, and you would be given a list of responsibilities by your parents. Now, sometimes it would be different. Sometimes you would know, hey, we'll, mom and dad, we will be home at 5 p.m., and we are expecting this list of things done by the time we get home at 5 p.m. Now, if you are a normal child, how did you handle that? Well, you probably goofed around till about 4.50, maybe 4.55, and then you got cracking trying to finish that list before your parents got home at 5 o'clock. But other times, uh, your parents would leave and they would give you responsibilities and there would be no timetable. They would not tell you when they were coming back. What did you do then? Well, if you were wise, you got things done right away uh, so that you would be ready whenever they came back. But if you were foolish, like I was sometimes as a kid, you put it off and you put it off until it was too late. And that's going to be a truth that Jesus comes back to here in Matthew 24. And we get into the passage, picking it up in verse 29, where Jesus describes the coming of the Son of Man. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. So I take that to mean, as you look at Daniel and Revelation and see this time that is prophesied, a seven-year period of more tribulation, after that time is when the second coming of Christ to this world happens. And you can read more about that in a chapter like Revelation 19. And part of what goes on here in really verses 29 through 35 is he's making the point 
this will not be missable. When Christ returns to this world, you're not going to miss it. I mean, there's going to be these heavenly signs that you won't be able to miss. And that's the point there, I think, of the fig tree. Hey, you'll see these things that be ready when you see these things. And even I understand verse 34 to mean the people who see these things, they're not going to pass away till they all take place. And again, that's a pretty debated verse. And even if you disagree with some of my conclusions about what some of this is mean, well, meaning, uh, let's get to the point that Jesus makes, because I think Jesus really drives this home for us, that whatever your perspective on some of the uh, sequence of these events, uh, this application of Jesus should ring true for all of us. But one thing I would, based on this, and then coming to verse 36, where he says, but concerning the day and hour, no one knows. So I think we can learn about the sequence of events from the Bible, but when it is going to happen, he's saying nobody knows when that is going to happen. And that's where I want to caution you from trying to figure that out. There's an unfortunate history of date setting among Christians, people trying to say, hey, I have figured it out and Jesus is going to return at X time. And sometimes people might even say, well, hey, Jesus said to look for the sign. So I've looked at the signs and Jesus is going to return at this date. Well, I don't think that's what Jesus is saying because explicitly after telling people to look for the signs, he says, no one knows the hour. And be ready because you don't know when it is going to come. So watch out. I've seen that happen. People come up to me. Hey, have you seen maybe this video or heard this idea that Jesus is going to come back at this time? And I always say, well, it seems like Jesus addresses that pretty clearly. That We don't know. And I think even we can get too into sometimes looking at headlines and trying to match it all up with the scriptures. I mean, I'm not even that old. And it's amazing how many people I have heard say, well, what if this person is the Antichrist? And I just frankly don't think there's a lot of fruit that comes from trying to figure all of that out when Jesus has explicitly said, hey, we don't know. And this is the point that he comes back to is be ready. Be ready for the second coming. Be ready for this time really of judgment to come to the world because you don't know when it is going to happen. And that's where he gets to these stories, even talking about those that will be taken in judgment and how the judgment will come suddenly upon the world. But then he really talks to his own servants towards the end of the chapter. And he says in verse 45, who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is the servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know. And he will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And so as we consider that warning, I think that gives us some pretty clear marching orders from this passage. Hey, you need to be ready. 
We don't know when Jesus is coming back, but I would say the New Testament, it gives us a sense all throughout it. We should be expecting it. Even the last words, he is coming soon. And we don't know when we need to live in a perpetual state of readiness. So one thing I would say first and foremost, are you ready for Christ to come? Because we see uh, we see in this passage some things like Jesus gathering his elect, but we also see signs of judgment. Uh, even as we look at the passage, it talks about all the tribes of the earth will mourn, that there is a, a sense of loss. And when we see judgment described in, in the book of Revelation, wrath being poured out on the world, are you ready? In the sense, are, are you a part really of Christ's kingdom? Have you submitted your life to the king? Because I think this passage would warn you, hey, just like the days of Noah, people put it off. People uh, ignored uh, these warnings and they just kept living their life as if the world would just go on forever until it didn't. If you're reading this because you're interested in the the Bible, or maybe you're reading this because someone else is asking you to, or maybe you're reading this because you you know even in your heart that you're just going through the motions and, and you're just doing what you know the right things are, but you know your heart is not in it. You know you're not really following Christ. Can I plead with you today to turn from your sin and put your faith in King Jesus, your Savior and your Lord? You, you need to do this. And if you think I will have more time, this passage should be one of many that makes clear you don't know that. And so I want to warn you and caution you, make sure you are ready. And then the end of the chapter really describes faithfulness uh, as it talks about his servants. And we want to live in a way uh, that is faithful to what God has called us to. And some things even from Matthew 24, what what does that mean? Well, going back to verse uh, 14, it talked about the gospel of the kingdom being proclaimed throughout the whole world. Well, we've got work to do. And that's where we still got all kinds of work to do. If you're listening to this, I guarantee you there are people around you that need to hear the gospel of the kingdom. And there are still people all around the world uh, that need to hear this message. Are you being faithful through really a, a local church to be a part of the propagation of the gospel, the spread of the gospel? You need to be faithful. Another thing we see, even just in the words that Jesus uh, talks about, he talks about mistreating others. And he even talks about drinking with drunkards. So other things that we need to be watchful and we need to avoid, we need to avoid mistreating other people um, in this world. And even as he talks about it, he describes it as beating his fellow servants. Well, we should be careful how we treat our fellow followers of Jesus Christ. Well, we don't want to come, we don't want to have to face Jesus and be in the middle of, well, we, we weren't doing the right thing and we weren't treating people the way that we should. And also it warns about drinking with drunkards. We don't want to get caught up in the things of this world. So these are some clear warnings. Are you right with Jesus? Are you uh, going to be judged when he returns or will that be a good thing for you? And then uh, are you 
faithfully being a part of the spread of the gospel? Are you treating your brothers and sisters in Christ the way God would have you? And are you following Christ or are you giving in to the things of this world and becoming complacent or even sinful and worldly in the way that you are living? Jesus made it clear. You don't know when these things are going to happen. You need to be ready. And I hope this passage today encourages you to be ready. But as we, as I said when we began, I hope it also encourages you to be excited. This second coming of Christ is our hope. We are excited that Christ will return and make everything right. And so that should be even extra reason to be ready, to be found faithful when Jesus returns. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.